Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is your official Leguizamarama spoiler warning. If you have not seen part 18 of Bloodline, um, or parts 1 through 17 of Bloodline, uh, and you don't want it spoiled for you, never fear, there will be some banter. But once we start talking about the show, you'll know. Uh, spoiler town. Peace. I hate the word. I got, I got one leg, Hello everyone and welcome to Mission Zach's Leguizamo Rama, a podcast where each week myself and my mate Zach chat about John Leguizamo and everything he's ever been in and that includes television series in which he wasn't in season one but started about a third of the way through season two. <laughs> um, uh, uh, my name is Mish. You, Mish. Hello. How are you doing? Yeah, good. <laughs> what are you doing here? Um, uh, you might remember me from such TV shows as... All the ones that Zach has hired me to be in. Yeah. Um, I'm joined as always by my friend Zach, who you might recognise from. Um, all the shows that you will hire me to be in in the future, if someone's listening to this in the future. <sighs> That's a beautiful thing about podcasts, isn't yeah. it? Because they're forever. Who do you reckon is going to call who and when to be like, hey, I think we should take down Leguizamarama? I think that you will call me to do that. When? And why? Uh, John Leguizamo hires you for something. <laughs> You're like, hey, we got to get we're, this We're off. pursuing John Leguizamo for a uh, I reckon it'll be both of us. We'll both develop a horror movie and we'll be like, that'll be funny. Yeah. To put. yeah. Or I get a job as like a runner on MasterChef season 48. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't do it. We've got to take down recaps. Anyway, um, if you listened last week to when we reviewed season two, episode three, of uh, Bloodline, you would have seen how angry I was about this process and how I don't know anything about the show. Um, so we decided to bring someone in to talk to us about it with us to mm-hmm. kind of just to keep it fresh. Soften the edge, keep <laughs> it fresh. Soften the edge. Um, and so we've invited along bloody one of the funniest be- like honestly, her first ever Melbourne International Comedy Festival show was this year, 2023, where wow, she did Underwire. Ever. And it's, yeah. it's it's a little baby of comedy. <laughs> but it's smashed. Baba. No, but it's smashed. Like everyone was talking about this show. And she's about to release her second show, Gala Gala, for Melbourne Fringe Festival of 2023. Oh, I just bloody know you. I'm up I'm up to date. Mish is the Mish is Mish is my um uh She's got, yeah. the, she's got her ear to the ground. Mm. She knows who's hot. Mm-hmm. Yep. I she do actually, don't I? I say, do you know what I say about you, Mish? Should I introduce Gemma? Do you Gemma? know what I call you? No, yeah, well, I'm hyping Gemma up too. Hyper, hyper do you know what I call we're, you, We're Gemma's Gemma? hype girls. Do you know what I call you, Mish? <laughs> what? I call you the beekeeper. Because oh. when you're around, because you know where the buzz is. Oh. <laughs> and I hate, there's a lot of buzz for this performer. I hate that. Um, we're joined by... <laughs> Gemma Caruana, thank Hello. you so much for being here. Thank you. I should also just mention really quickly, Ballarat Arts Academy yeah. grad. Ah, Ballarat Gilly. We're Ballarat as well. Mm-hmm, but Gemma right. graduated I about... That, but I was saying that to the audience. Uh, Gemma graduated like um, 10 years after we did. Holy That's shit. True. 2020 yeah. was my last year. Musical. And it was a great year to oh graduate. Oh my God, you did, the, you oh. did your final year in oh COVID. Yeah. Oh yeah, a chorus online. Yeah, we did. Yeah, because you were in a chorus line. Because I did do a bit of research. You did a chorus line in your final year. Yes, we did. On on Which, Zoom. Yeah. Which is my third. It's my you third don't. favorite musical. Oh yeah. What are the other two? Is it? Uh, first favorite is Rocky Horror. Second oh. is um, Little Shop of Horrors. Oh. Well done. Thank you. Yeah. But you had to do a musical over three? Zoom. Yeah. Hold on. All sorts of uh, shit. Dance classes. And in it your, was like at a time, room. it was when we like also didn't know how Zoom worked. Like I only knew Skype before mm. COVID. So how we were traumatizing. pretty bad. Do you know what though? <laughs> I met someone from your year level. Probably. Uh, recently. And they were telling me about your thing doing Experience. it on, over Zoom. 
Third year doesn't count. This is very inside baseball. Mm. Sorry, listeners. Third year <laughs> is a whatever year, regardless of whether it's on Zoom or in person. Mm. I feel really bad for the first year kids. Like yeah, kids first and for... second. Second's yeah. a big, like, you second know, developmental. What a waste. Of, I would say. I'd I do set, feel bad for them. I talked yes. to a kid once that went to drama school through the thing, and I was like, just go to another one. Yeah. You didn't go to drama <laughs> yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah. real. They Some wasted people chose your to, money. like, hang back in third first, year. First year's yeah. like a little kissy. <laughs> right? So yeah. when you do first year at an uh, 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 acting school, it's like a little kissy. Mm. Second year is like full-blown finger, finger bash. Mm. Yeah. And then third year is um, do you think we should see other people? <laughs> Yeah, third year is like. It is though. It is. It's that conversation. It's like uh, you already know it's over, but you do another six months of the relationship. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like I've learned everything I need to learn. You start suggesting things like maybe Polly's for us. Like, do you want to discuss that? (laughs) It's on his last legs. Your friends are seeing the signs that it's not. Yeah, your friends are all saying like, but they're not saying anything. They're not saying it. Yeah, they're like, what are you going to do after this? It's like, what do you mean after? I'm in it, man. It's like, nah, but it's not forever. This chorus line thing has sparked two things for me. One, I want to talk about my three favourite musicals. Please. Uh, Jesus Christ Superstar, mm-hmm. You're in Town in Chicago. Oh, nice. Not Chicago, Cabaret. Okay. Yeah. I like Cabaret more than Chicago. Yep. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like You're in Town and, and Cabaret both because they use irony and I think that's the best tool a musical mm-hmm. can employ. And then my other thing I wanted to say is that the only version of a chorus line I've seen is the one with black and gold in it, the like really recent one that's just not a musical. That sounds awful. Okay. What is that? That it's just like uh, there's like this. It's like I think it's a chorus line. Like the girl goes to the school, and then there's like, and then they do. Is black and gold the name of the song? What the Sam Smith? Black and gold, black and gold. gold. Yeah, no, I fish swim out of the ocean. Yeah, and there's like a sexy dance. Yeah, I remember that that song. But it's not a musical. It's like about. I'm pretty sure, but maybe I'm making up. Is there another thing about a drama school set in New York? Smash. There's like the fight to play Marilyn Monroe. Do you know what? I believe you. I'm gonna Google it. You guys talk um, amongst so yourselves. So you had to I do Google a chorus it. line. Oh god! Over Zoom. I love a chorus. I tried online. to shove this funny. deep down, and it's like the first thing I but brought up. But how fucking annoying! Yeah. Because you played the best character in that show. Why do you? Know? Yes. Why do I know this? Because I, I looked up your CV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, but I actually shared it with two other girls. Triple cast. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Special as we do. <laughs> Yeah. But no, that would be like what a bizarre because you're, the, you're the first person I've spoken to well. that did an acting school over Zoom. I've heard of it. I've heard the myth. Yeah, like obviously it wasn't what I was signing up for. Um, yeah. But pandemics come. And what did you do for graduation? Yeah, it was pretty sad. It was like a lot of rescheduling. It's as bleak as it sounds. It's just like September you'll be back, October. And then oh, it was right. like we were never back. Like I was doing my cabaret unit the day we found out. We were going into lockdown and I was leaving class like on the phone to my mum sitting on a brick wall in Ballarat like, mum, I think we're going to be back next month. And she's like, but what about the year 12s? I was like, (laughs) yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess that's (laughs) pretty bad. And then we kind of never went back. Year 12s are fine. Oh, yeah, I would have loved to have done Year 12 yeah, from home. if you were a 2020. It's the dream. No, do you know what I think? I think like Year 10, 11, that mm. would have been terrible. Mm. It's, it's those foundational years. It's the years where like going to your part-time job or going and like mm. going to parties, like the idea of not yeah. being able to get away from your fucking parents when you're 17 years old. <laughs> Could you fucking imagine? Oh, my God, yeah. absolutely not. I would argue, though, that maybe being 30 and making a big career choice might be really hard, too. Look, it was, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I, you I reckon maybe even harder. I think it was. The hardest. Was, do you know what is hard for us is what? the fact that we've all got, you would have fucking been through it with uni, is the fact we all had ex, ex, extravert friends and all the fucking oh, Zoom Christ. parties. Like, if I had to, like, just sitting in front of a laptop drinking a cocktail I've made for myself. <sighs> While people scream at me in my headphones. We had, I'll tell her, I think I've probably told this. It's also. not a part. I was guilty of that. I was like I'm a sure you were. I, I got really drunk one time on Zoom and I, I had a good look in the mirror the next day and I was like, that wasn't good. It's yeah. not, that's not a party. <laughs> it's not a party. Like, if you think about the first six <laughs> it's getting months. getting drunk on a computer. Yeah. The first six months was very much like a, well, let's make the most of this. Oh. And there was, f- like, if you look back, like, I look back at my Instagram archive from stories and stuff of me just posting fun, like, this is funny. And then the year that followed after that of how depressing it was. But um, I think I've told the story on the pod before, but I'm going to tell it again. Uh, we went into lockdown around March 
And then about six months later, we were allowed to have X amount of people over at our house. Mm. Like, like there were enough cases that was small enough that we were then allowed to have people over. And so a bunch of us who had not seen each other before came over to my house for a murder mystery thing. So half came to my place and half went to another friend's place. And we were so ex- everyone was excited. It was like, this is going to be great. But what we didn't take into consideration is that none of us had had any social interaction for Ugh. six months. Yeah. And so we all got into my little apartment and just started screaming at each other. (laughs) And there were tears, but not like sad, pensive tears, just like hysteria, like genuine, like Mm -hmm. white hot rage. (laughs) I love you and you throw a great dinner party. Thank you. But I think of that night. Yeah, that was heinous. A pit in my like. A but that's not my, my fault. I made a delicious no, lasagna. No, not your fault. You did a great job. <laughs> sure, it wasn't but the it was a costume <laughs> party. Like a social thing. Yeah. It was a costume party. Yeah. And like nothing fit any of us anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, that's like the way, why the idea all that so fat. The idea that <laughs> my <laughs> grand return to society, I, there was a limitation on what I could wear. It's yeah. like I'm trying to make tracksuit pants work right now, like, and now you're telling me I'm like a fucking murder mystery character. Like <laughs> it was, that was the costuming fun. is limited. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucked. And then after that event, we all went back into lockdown again, and there was a part of everyone that was a part of us anyway that were like. Thank God, because I can't keep doing that again. And that's when Zoom parties started to like, it was just like, I think we're just going to have to sit in this for a while because Zoom parties were a lot. Were you living in Ballarat? I both. So obviously did the first lockdown, like number one, where we're counting the cases and keeping in mind, obviously it was a lot more Mm. full on than without vaccines and stuff, but Mm. there was nothing going on, barely in Victoria, let alone Ballarat. So we were like, come on. But I was in Ballarat at first and then the big seven month long, like lockdown two, I guess, was in Melbourne. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. Appreciate it. I, I've just blocked out so much of it now. It's like I hardly Fully remember up. any of it. Yep. Yeah. It was just a strange time. I got a dog. That was kind of sick. Yeah, covered I, pets. I fell in love. With it. Oh, with, not with oh. my dog. <laughs> Sorry, I that was really I nice. fell in love with my dog. <laughs> you fell in love during lockdown. <laughs> yeah, but my partner and I got together in the that's first beautiful. break. The, like, so yeah, that's we met right at the start of the first lockdown. We're like, well, bye. I'm never seeing mm-hmm. you again. See ya. Like, I'm going to lockdown. I'm taking this very seriously. And then we just spoke all the time for six weeks. And then we were finally let out for one month and we dated. Mm. And then we went to a second lockdown, which was a really big one. It was like, well, mm. do we want to be each other's bubble person? I was like, okay, you can be my bubble person. And then we oh. fell in love. So it's quite sweet, really. I had a, sweet. I fell in love during lockdown. I said that sucks in, in that. And I just, for any listener, I do feel like I need to follow that up. Because mm. there might have been a listener there that's like, oh, that sucks. You suck. No, what I meant was it sucks that that beautiful time in a relationship had, was during mm. lockdowns and stuff. But what you described was quite lovely. Yeah. No, oh, thank you. I thought um, so. Two things. It's Sam Sparrow, not Sam Smith, did mm. Black and Gold. And two, it was Fame. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, a remake yeah. of Fame. It wasn't, wasn't smelling right. Wasn't no, but right. I knew, but you know, <laughs> I was like... A musical about musicals, a musical is very New York y. Honestly. Is that the five? Like, I want to live forever. Is oh. that? I genuinely don't. Know. Sorry, I've just assumed you <laughs> know about all the musicals. Well, I should because I do have a Bachelor of Music Theatre <laughs> and yet there's a lot I haven't seen. <laughs> it's about a New York a music theatre school in New York. Yeah. It's a great idea for a musical. I it's get fame like and glee right? Um, yeah. They're going to come for me. Well, Glee is famish. Oh, there we go. I that. get fame and rent mixed up all the time. Well, they're very and they're very different. <laughs> I, the first time I watched Rent was the movie. Mm. I was like, why are all these 35 year olds? <laughs> really <laughs> gone through it. Like, they're like, this is weird. They're all 35 yeah. and like sad shit. Yeah. And then it's because they cast the original cast and like a lot of people I've since found out is because they, yeah, they did the original cast and people were like, that's great. They've mm. cast the original cast. So this is a movie about, this is a musical about people in their twenties. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the original cast is now too old to play these parts. <laughs> like it's weird. It was mm, a weird, it's mm. a weird film. In um, retrospect, we probably should have given you something a bit more musical than Bloodline season two, episode you know five. What? It's fine. I found the camp in it. Yeah. I think. Oh, right. Wow. <laughs> right. Because to me, nothing campy there, about that this. That is, uh, yeah, this is the yeah. least camp thing I've ever <laughs> uh, seen just, in my entire well, life. Just in the legs, I reckon. Just in the legs. In the, the rest oh, of actually, it's quite dry. Andrea Riceborough. <laughs> Is camp? Is that I, John? Lee's which one's he? Girl. Which white guy? Yeah, no, so no, many no, white guys. The, the one we'll talk when we get to talk to the episode. Yeah. But um, the one that he's sleeping with in that scene, like that so scene. Hot. Oh yeah, where they're all. <laughs> no, she's got. She's the same person yeah, sure. from. Um, 
That wig one. She's always wearing a wig. She was the one. You know that Mandy? Is that what we watched? Nancy. Nancy? That was Nancy. Oh, my God. She, there is something to her. I want to put she her in. familiar. She's, she's been in, uh, she was also in Oblivion. Have you ever seen she Nancy? Also... Yeah, she's Nancy from Nancy. She's from Nancy from Nancy. From Nancy, Nancy. <laughs> Nancy <laughs> Fuck no. Nancy. Do you oh, watch shit. that movie that you can't watch? That <laughs> so was like <laughs> almost impossible for us to find? Shit, <laughs> um, Yeah. That's, that's blown my mind. Before we jump into that, though, we ask every new guest that we've ever had on, mm. John Leguizamo, mm. did you know who he was before our podcast? I don't think I knew the face to the name, but mm. when I saw his face, I knew who he was. Like, I watched Tu Wong Fu at an early-ish age. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, that's that guy. And then, yeah. yeah. I will also say together. that it's possible that mm. you were the only guest we've ever had on that's actually listened to our podcast. Yeah, we have a quarter. Because <laughs> I want to hear about Hey, this. listeners, right now. A quarter of you are on the podcast, podcast. right oh now. We God. really have a true one representative. Of our four, one of our four <laughs> listeners is here right now. Dream big, kids. <laughs> Dream if, you, big. if you tell Mish you've just binged the entire podcast in two months, you too could get on the pod. <laughs> that's all that's literally all the time. You've got to be binging <laughs> better That's how it happened. We were on. talking about something else and then you said to me, by the way, I just like cute little tidbit, Mish. Yeah. I binged. 150 oh episodes oh, because sad. my boyfriend went to France for a few months and I was lonely. Wow. He, like, he's a yeah, tell us guy. the story. Connor went to Gollier, went to France for oh, two months. Wow. And to... he's oft playing um, lots of music. He likes his music and stuff. So, so Gollier, just... he went to study with the clown He did school. the summer course. Gemma's partner like... is a clown. Because it's, I feel like, we've, I'm sure people know about clowns. I feel like everyone knows about clowns because in our world everyone does. But I feel like to the mm. other three listeners, there's an old French man that people pay money to. <laughs> yeah. Or John Wayne Gacy. have him <laughs> yell at them and be yeah. mean to them. It's yeah. like they go and then he's yeah. like, you are a shitter. Yeah, literally. <laughs> you are a big shitter bad that there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. so he was off That's doing exactly that. right. Yeah. So yeah. he literally got back last week. Yeah, great. And yeah, he's often playing music in the house, so I just kind of like plot along to whatever he's doing. But it was empty and, and quiet, so I was like, what shall I fill the space wow. with? And it happened to be this, and I'm a perfectionist completist, so I had to go from the start. I will say I slept through a couple. I, I'm one of the yeah. weirdos that fell asleep so to, to the pod. That's nice. On occasion. No. I just wanted to get through it. But you, wow, yeah. Yeah, so I did. So anything for you that was like two years ago mm. was like three weeks ago for me. So I'll be like, Crazy. actually, do you remember when you spoke to... Uh, Dougie Baldwin about Goliath. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, oh, did Dougie? Did we oh, see great. Dougie? So oh, thank you. you. You're yeah. going to be the. You can be. Uh... <laughs> Actually, you've said that already. Yeah, please. If we're repeating ourselves, you can be the. <laughs> I just find that so interesting. 150 episodes in two months of you listening to. It's that's, a lot of hours. It's right. not sad. I think it's no, sick. It's, it's, right. You've cool. done then beautiful things. I feel bad. I, it's not sad. Like, yeah. I feel bad. I feel like they're a better podcast. <laughs> Look, babe, next time you're lonely, ask me what podcasts I should listen to and I'll give you a list of 10 to 15 Look, and none of them are about joy. John Leguizamo. And then oh, I watched good. like Mario, Super Mario Brothers for oh, the first time because right. I was like, fuck it, i got to see what this the what do you think? hubbub's about. What this guy's about. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was something. It's something. <laughs> it's something. That elevator scene with the yeah. little oh, heads. The Goombas, yeah. The Strange Goombas. choices. Yeah, it's a, it's a I find it line. really interesting that I watched that movie once as a child and 17 mm. times in the last two years. <laughs> <laughs> the scale. <laughs> the <graph. laughs> now it's I can't get up. rid of it. I'm, I'm sick. sick of that movie. Yeah, yeah. I had, um, I actually had a, a, a higher up at a very good production company uh, come and say to me, hey, um, you know, I nearly came to a Lido screening of Super Mario <laughs> Brothers that you were hosting. I was like, really? He's like, I really wanted to, but then something popped up in the Gold Coast and I had to go over there last minute. I'm like, of course you did. And he's like, when's your next one? I'd love you to do it again. I'm like, really? Watch this again. <laughs> we have so many. There's so many other movies. But okay. <laughs> All right. So I'm sorry, Zach. I'm telling you right now we have to do it again. Oh, that's funny. For the sake of my career. <laughs> I really want to do Land of the Dead. I want oh. to do another Leguizamarama screenings for Land of the Dead. You a horror fan? No, see, I was scared when you asked me to come on. I was like, how do I tell her that I kind of can't watch a horror movie? That's fine. I, I, the 90% of people in my life can't stand that. I'm not good with the visuals. My friend took me to see Ghost Stories, which was like a live theatre play for my oh, birthday last year. Yeah, yeah. And I forgot, I always forget that I'm not good with horror. And then I went and sat in the theatre and it got a wee bit spooky. And I was like, mm. 
oh no and then I spent the whole time covering my face oh, I, love I that. didn't see it I just heard it wow. great I'm sure it was great it sounded I, um, good yeah, once, it sounded once a week or so I watch a movie a scary movie because I love horror films yes about once a week I'll watch a horror film by myself my partner hates them can't mm. stand them they give him nightmares you and yeah. I do need to watch horrors together more often. I don't because I message you all the time going when, we were meant to go see t- we're going to have a chat about this later <laughs> oh no I still want to see that I, I really want to see, see that. that yeah 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 um, anyway so about once a week I sit down and I watch a horror film with my dog and my partner goes upstairs and does some else shit. Anyway, every once in a while, very rarely, but every once in a while, he's like, hey, I'd, I'd like to watch the movie. Can I watch the movie with you? Because, like, he misses me or something. Mm. Whatever. He loves me. It's pretty cool. Um, and I'm like, yeah, sure. And he, he'll he do it through, like, gaps in his fingers, like yeah, hands covering his face, strategy. petrified. And then the movie's over and he's just like, I didn't like that. I'm like, well, what? You know. You weren't watching you know, it. <laughs> you know. That's like me being like, hey, I'd really love to watch this fucking thing about this documentary about the particular type of BMW that was released between 1973 and 1975 and then at the end of it turning around going, I don't think that was for me. I knew that going in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew that going in. He went through a stage where all he was, because he was buying a watch, right, he wanted to buy himself a big fancy man watch. And instead of just going to the store and being like, hey, show me your fancy man watches, he researched them. I get this. Mm. This is, this this is, is very Zach. Mm. Yeah, this is very... And he spent... Four weeks, maybe, every single night watching an hour to three hours on watches and how Mm. they're made and where they come from and the history and what they're used for and, like, all of this shit. And every time he's like, do you want to watch this with me? I'm like, I absolutely don't want to do that. I don't want to do that ever. I've got a digital watch. <gasps> Sorry, a... I just feel very passionate. <laughs> no, I know. Don't, don't sit with me and watch a movie that you know you're not going to like. Yeah, it's it's I, uh, yeah, it's I, um, Thank have you for so calm. Because <laughs> I did the same thing. I did the research and I uh, I did research on I wanted a new, I wanted a big boy watch. Mm. I was like, I'm ready for a big boy watch, and I set quite a high budget in my mind. Mm. I was oh. like, I was like, you know, this is a watch I'm going to wear. For the next decade, so I'm willing to spend a thousand dollars. That's yeah. what mm-hmm. I thought. I was like, I'm willing to spend up to a thousand dollars, which in my mind was a huge amount yeah. of money for yeah, a well, absolutely. It's a lot to spend on, right? And I was like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna like because it's it's something I'll wear. And then I like every article I found. If I talked about this on this point, no. you know, no, you haven't. Oh, great. Every article <laughs> I found was like. You can still get a good watch for a thousand dollars. Like at every article was that. This tone. was me when I got my running shoes recently. Yeah, running shoes. <laughs> stupid idiot. I thought if I bought running shoes, I wouldn't get shin splints. Which actually they've been excellent. Mm. Um, I don't run, but I was like, yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah. start walk yeah. running. So I went to the running shop, made an appointment at a special running shop shoe shop, and I was like, the Look, one in Clifton Hill. No, I was in Yarraville. Oh, okay. They were really nice. One in they Hill. they watched my gait and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a thing. Yeah, I went full. This is like how much I was like, I'm doing this. And then I was like, by the way, because he started bringing things out, I was like, just so you know, my budget's about like like $200, two, $250 or something like that. He's like, okay, well, we've got about one or two items of that at that price range. I was like, okay. It's nothing <laughs> worse than oh, thinking. So. you. Co- I know. I know that there are watches that cost tens of thousands, yeah. hundreds of thousands. I know that that's the world of yeah, watches, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. But I thought... That a thousand dollar watch was still an expense. Like I, I knew yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. I thought it was, but like everything was like so like condescending that I, <laughs> it was like like it was like a cheap watch. I'm like I don't want to spend a thousand dollars on a cheap watch. And if the only advice I could get is that, so I was like fuck this. I'm just getting a digital watch. And now I'm like free. I'm free oh, of yeah. the watch status unshackle symbol. Yourself. I'm, I'm unshackled. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I, I could never. I I could never. Spend a thousand dollars on anything. <laughs> it's just such a scary sum of money. There's a paradox I really want that are like close to a thousand dollars. They're a um. Are they the ones with the waves on them? No, no, they're 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 more. They're not a boot. That. They're a, a boot. They're boot. a boot. They're a high boot. Mm. They're um. Zach is a Doc Martin boy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very uh, good. <laughs> they're, they're no, they're um Rick. They're a collaboration with Rick, that dude that looks like skinny buff fashion designer version of me. <laughs> Rick, um, something, something. Mm. I've got I had a mental blank. Anyway, they're like furry. I shouldn't say this. Oh, you've it? shown me these. They are so cool. So you might request them. Get, well, them, get them sent yeah. to no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. This is like fancy. Are you at the stage where you could ask for stuff? 
Um, That's a good, I'd love to know yeah. that because we've discussed business class. Mm. Like we've discussed that. But and that was a, because I once, I once. I had... know, but you will always have that. If your career <laughs> plummets, plummets. And yeah. to be fair, we are currently about to do 15 episodes of a series that we haven't watched. Oof. So it's probably going to happen. When your career plummets in the next two months. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You'll always have the experience that someone flew you to LA on business. Yes. And that's all and I And that had. was really cool. And that was that really, cool? really cool. That's so good. I'm yeah. just thinking about the comfort. Your car was like exploding outside. My car outside. was borderline on fire when I pulled up. <laughs> she just gets out of the car. I got downstairs to pick her up. We're Don't at the studio. And we got downstairs to pick her up. And she gets out of the car. She's like, hi, Misha. I'm like, hi. Her car is steaming. I'm like, Gemma, what's happening? She's like, oh, I think it might, it might be on fire. Connor, <laughs> could you check that? It's That's not on situ- fire. 2001 RAV4. I love that girl. She's doing me good. She's doing yeah. good. I paid pennies good. for her. Yeah. <laughs> the sunroof is leaking. If you sit in my passenger seat, your ass will be wet. I forget. And I have friends <laughs> sit there and they're like, did I piss? <laughs> I'm like, no. Sorry. The seat comes pre-wetted. <laughs> my I bad. I love that. I had a, a Daewoo Lanos, a 2001 Daewoo Lanos. That was my first ever car that I ever bought with my mm. own money. Cost me pennies, cost me nothing. Mm-hmm. And I spent more money fixing that car than I did on the actual car, but I was so attached to it. Um, yeah, like, very attached. And then at the end, when it finally died, it died on Good Friday in the middle oh, of a freeway between, between, ba- 100% between Ballarat and um, Melbourne. I was driving back to Melbourne on Good Friday and it died like Jesus mm. in the middle of the road. And then and it was reborn the, three the days later not, in a mechanic. The, the tow truck came and picked it up and the guy just said to me, the towing is going to cost you like 300 bucks. And I was, I nearly cried because I'm like, I have no money. And he was like, it's going to cost you. But I tell you what, I'll tow it. I'll tow it. And I'll give you 50 bucks right now cash for the car. Oh. And I was like, um, this car is priceless to me. Absolutely not. And he then took me through what it was worth. And I, he's like, literally, you would usually have to pay someone to take this away from you. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I, I ended up selling my car for a towing and a 50 oh. buck. Wow. And by towing, I mean, they got rid of my car. So you had your final moments on the side of the road at like what rock bank or something? Yeah, with, with Broden Kelly and Mitch Kelly in the back seat. <laughs> oh, that's good. They mm. they you had people backing you on. The yeah, they were there. They yeah, were there. Yeah, yeah. It was I thought up. you were on your own, and I was like, "What if this guy ripped you off? What if no. you went on the internet and found out that car's worth a million dollars? Yeah, it's rare." <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, let's jump to a quick ad break, and when we come back from the ad, we're going to find out what Zach's first car was. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. That's funny. Go on, Zach. Oh, welcome back. Sorry. Welcome back. Uh, Zach is going to tell us Mish what his first car was. everything she can to make me not relatable. Everything oh. she possibly <laughs> Is she throwing oh, in the deep end? Oh, Zach, you, you get free things off of Instagram sometimes. Zach, you, you fly business class. And Zach, Zach, what's your favorite car? Well, because the answer is I can't drive, Mish. <laughs> I de- never learned how to drive and I get Ubers. Can I no, I get the train. I, I catch the train. Whoa, common man. Actually, <laughs> he's just actually. Like a, he's he's just like us, Gemma. <laughs> <laughs> I flew business class once. Well, who hasn't Who hasn't been well, hired by the pr- Paramount Marketing Department to re-voice over a move, the three corpses in a movie for one for the Australian release and then flown business class to LA? No one I know except you. Yeah, um, the joke is that's very specific. Yeah. Mm. I want to make it really clear that I'm not trying to make you look like you're not relatable. I am genuinely so impressed that you get that this stuff is happening for you. I will say no. I very rarely. I've. I. I've, I very rarely. I don't think I've ever gotten free things. I'm gunning for Doc Mart free Doc Martens all the time. Surely like, I'm you've been thrown a, an Insta promo opportunity. Like I got an email. I got, I got a DM from a company. I don't want to say who. Yeah. I got a DM from a company because of and because I was wearing one of their things, and they were like, "Hey, you want us to send you something?" 
And then the one thing I wanted from them was really expensive and I felt weird asking for it, so I never responded. See, I love that's very sweet. <laughs> I want free stuff. I would accept anything. I um got asked to do a vibrator. Same. Yeah, do you I was a bit vibrator? of a wanker about it. <laughs> no pun intended. But I, I was just yeah. I was they were they were asking a bit much for what for what they were. Oh really? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I wasn't fair. sure if I was ready for my mum to see me that's like doing a vibe sponsorship. The thing that stopped me is that my Instagram is very much like a work Instagram. It's mm. very much about like you know what I'm up to and whatever. But my in-laws are very active on my Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Like they they comment on everything. They are, they're the first ones to view everything I put up, first ones to mm. like everything. It's like if I put up a video of me being like, hey, I'm going to shove this up my clacker. Yeah, just had a great sesh. Yeah, like, so yeah. I'm, wow. When you're stressed, all you want is a good maz. I got this thing sent to me. I'm going to like absolutely just jack off to this. Mm. See ya. Yeah. I, I, to me, I am saying that to my in-laws. It is very yeah. funny, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's like, it's this thing. It's such a funny notion, isn't it? Because mm. it's like, imagine if I just did a post. Like I, I was thinking, oh, take the opportunity. It's like, imagine if I did a post where I'm like, hey, I just shoved my dick in this flashlight <laughs> and you too can get a flashlight. <laughs> Yeah, but like so much respect for the girlies who do do oh, it. Oh no, like, like mad um, respect. Yeah, I think we do respect. lefty stigmatize, oh, but um, 100%. but also I just I'm just mm. but, uh, <laughs> no, I'm just hey, feeling a bit. Hey, all respect. I still can't use a moon cup. Oh come on, girl. <laughs> are you on? Are you oh, on moon cup? Absolute four years all strong right. or some shit. Yeah, see, I feel like this is a generational thing. Uh, <laughs> no, no, not because like if I honestly, I watch like a bunch of my friends have gotten the like a, a doing the, vi- the vibrator promo mm. stuff, and I think it's sick, and I would do it. Like mm. I mean, for Christ's sake, I worked at a sex store. I'm not like you know, like I'm, I'm. It's not like yeah. I'm a bit like ooh yuck. Yeah. It's just it's purely because my I, I don't talk to my mother-in-law about this stuff, mm. and she is just like the first person who sees everything I do. Um, what was I about to say? Um, oh, oh, moon cups. Yeah. Um, when moon cups, like <laughs> everyone was just like, you got to use moon cups, man. Tampons, they're bad for the environment. Mm. They're bad for your, your vagina. Like get onto the moon cup. And I was like, yeah, man, I'm going to do that. Like I'm, I'm full vegan. I'm like, I care well, about yeah, this yeah, planet yeah. and I can't do it. I don't know what it is. And people are like, but it's great because you can see how much flow you've had. And it's like, but I don't want to see, I don't care. I just, I want to stop flowing. It's like when the (laughs) flow comes, I'm like, that's sick. I'm not pregnant. Then when the flow stops, I'm like, that's sick. Now I can live my life without crampies. Mm. That's Mm. all I care about. Mm. I don't, I'm just not at, is this a bit too much? Mm. No. No. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't know. You're a, you're, we could, we could um, <laughs> like, throw to the. We could t- do a like audience test, yeah. ask a yeah. quarter of our audience yeah. right now. Do you reckon moon cups are okay? <laughs> no, I think we're lacking in moon cup chat, to moon be honest. Moon cup conversation. Okay. Yeah, I, I found it the other day. I found what basically led me to get my cup was I was in a voice class and we were doing the haiku writing. And it must have been my special time because I was feeling quite emotional and I was writing all this existential shit. Yeah. And I was like, I am an environmental, I'm having an environmental impact. I'm like causing shit. You wrote a haiku I, about moon cups? I don't know what I did. And then like I wrote it <laughs> and I was getting, it was down the bottom. So I think I was like train of thought. And then I ordered my cup and I haven't looked back. Wow. That's wonderful. Power of art. The power of art. Mm. Well, people say they swear by, but the other thing is it's like, well, how do you clean them if you're out in public? It's like, you just go oh, yeah. to the sink. It's like, I don't want to wash my moon cup. At Northland Shopping Centre. Do you have to like disinfect them or do you just Technically you're supposed to boil them before the the start of the month or like before you start using Mm. it and then you give it a good rinse slash. Mm. But only boil at the top. Well, because you don't want to put soap on it because you don't want to put soap near your vagina. Yeah, no, see this is my my worry. Mm. I don't have a vagina. But my worry would be that I wouldn't keep it clean enough. You could put a moon cup up your ass. Uh, Sure. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't I'm just saying if you're feeling left out. No, no, no. I'm just saying you can uh, w- use what, one. what my worry would be is that I wouldn't clean it well enough. But that's on me. And boiling at once, that's actually it's not that hard. Kind of hard to keep dirty because it's like silicon, so it just like runs right off. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I judge myself for not being that's at okay, moon cups. Everyone's on there. Hey, own no, journey, it's all right. You know? Thanks, man. It's not for everyone. Should we talk about Bloodline season two, episode <laughs> five? Blood. Zach, could you check <laughs> on my phone, please? Yeah, Mish. Thank Why you. do you want? Okay. Because I've got notes on there. Oh, great. I'm, mm. I just, I'm, the, the phone is charging by me. That's why. 
Misha asked Zach for stole it. my phone. <laughs> Zach stole my phone. Key. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. Sorry, I had a cold last week, so... To the listener, if it's getting a little bit uh, croaky here. Bit that's sexy. <laughs> okay. My blurb starts with okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Written okay. Okay. So this week we watched episode five of season two of Bloodline, which is titled part 18. After part 16, it is the only episode of Bloodline we have seen. So in this episode. So wait, have we confirmed that we watched season two, episode three? He's not in episode four. According to you. According, according to, to IMDb, yeah. he is. Uh, but according, according to, to fa- you, the fandom episode. The fandom website. Websites, he's not in it. He's not in it. So if he is, YOLO. So <laughs> Maybe he got cut. Yeah, is maybe. maybe. There's lots of characters. There's a lot of characters. Continue. <laughs> so in this episode, the guy that was dealing the drugs that he and Coach from Friday Night Lights got from the guy they killed has gotten out of trouble because Valma from Scooby-Doo is a lawyer, I think. Mm-hmm. He gives the emo boy a job. Mm-hmm. I think he's Ben Mendelsohn's mm-hmm. son. Also, Coach is running for some sort of elected office. Sheriff, I think. But because of a tape that was made, he might get caught because of maybe the current sheriff has it, maybe. Also, Sissy Spacek is still dealing with the shower problem, I think, or a different problem. I don't know. John Leguizamo plays the same guy as the last episode. In this episode, in this episode, his first scene is him and Andrea Riceboro walking around the motel full naked after fucking. Fun fact. I tried to watch this episode on my phone on a train, but I had to stop because of the aforementioned scene. <laughs> I'm much. sitting watching this because that's what I do sometimes. I had a busy day today. I was back and forth all around the city and I was sitting on a train and I was watching it and I just had this moment. I was like, and initially you couldn't see anything. Mm-hmm. It was all kind of tastefully covered up. And I was like, I think this is not appropriate to watch on a train. Yeah. But I wasn't going home. So it I had. A, it was very full on nakedity as yeah, well. Yeah, like full. Full naked. Yeah. And even though you didn't see all of John, like you so saw enough. a lot of John. You, you know that like part your of your, your dick? Yeah. Where it, a dick meets flesh? Yeah. yeah. That's what you saw. Mm. The meeting of the two. And I. I um and watching that on a tram, it's full on. Well, I was like, I can't. This is like, I think it's illegal. I think it's illegal <laughs> to watch this on a train. That's yeah. what I thought. And then I was like, but I don't have time to go home because I was coming from the south. We recorded in the north, and uh, so I was like, I'm coming via the city, and I was like, I don't have time to go home and watch this episode. So I had to like go and find a really quiet um, in a toilet stall. Somewhere. Yeah, I nearly did. I nearly did. I nearly did. And then I was like, no, that's weird. So then I went. <laughs> To a <laughs> watching a like sex scene in a toilet stall seems weird. That's so, funny. so then I went to a um uh, like a food court, like a really quiet food court, and like went to the corner and was watching the sex scene there. I have to say, if you're going to watch a sex scene in public, that is the least weird place. I think. I think it like a toilet I was, stall. I was like, maybe you just go find a park where no one's around. But then if someone works at a distance and looks over and thinks that you're watching porn by yourself in a park, mm. gross. If you're in a food court. You're just mixing with all them, the crazies. Well, and it was mm. like I, I yeah. there was a big tall seat. I mean, I really thought toilet stall, but, but that felt like much. watching a porno in a toilet stall. <laughs> yeah. That that's got vibes. <laughs> yeah. That's got vibes. Yeah, sure. So I was like, almost I need to own a little bit. No, this is a dramatic scene. Mm. I I can't. This is art. I have to. <laughs> this is art. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want any kids on a train seeing the imagery over my shoulders, but I also don't want to watch it in secret. So I found a quiet corner uh, and it was awkward nonetheless. Mm, that's great. So I watched most of the episode in a food court. That's a very All good right. blurb though, because I feel like I, a lot of how, what you took from this matched up with what I felt. Yeah, it was really reassuring that it wasn't a fever dream. 100%. So to <laughs> confirm, Gemma, you've not seen Bloodline. No. You've not seen season two, episode three. No. But no, you season... have watched season two, episode five now. There were now. fucking flashbacks in this. And I thought there were two different kids. 
And like then I was like, yeah. what are the what, who's the emo kid and who's this well mannered child? Mm. Realized upon second watch because I had to watch it you twice. You watched it twice? Yeah, because I I zoned oh, out. I'm sorry to no, put that fun. pressure on you. No. You're so that I love the, enth- <laughs> the the enthusiasm. Oh, it's crazy. Of, of the young I watched performer. it once and not really. Like I said, so I'm glad you. I watched it on a train and then at a sort food court. <laughs> And then got told to leave um, halfway through it. I will say, um, <laughs> massive snaps to Zach, who picked up on the flashback thing. Last week, I picked Last up on Last week, flashback. he was like, I think Ben Mendelsohn's dead. And I was like, what do you mean? He's there. He's not dead. And he was like, no, they're flashbacks, I think. I'm like, oh, get fully. fucked. Because their way of doing flashbacks <laughs> is just show the, scene. <laughs> the show the scene, but they have shorter beards. But, so I didn't think anything of but it. But you know, like with context, that's not a weird way to do a flashback. Not at all. No. If you not know that it's a flashback, if you know I think the guy's we're at dead, fault here <laughs> for jumping in at this point. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm not going to blame the filmmakers for not taking into there consideration that there I are get... some fuckheads in Melbourne that these three fuckheads in Melbourne might be starting this show halfway through <laughs> through season two, like a pack of psychopaths. Yeah. I gotta say, I'm quite enjoying coming in like this because I feel like when you strip uh, filmmaking of its meaning, you see the other things. Like I appreciate the acting in a way more because mm. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna watch you do act a little scene. It's almost like scene study. I'm talking about <laughs> drama school. Yeah, it's like I don't know what this scene's about, but I'm seeing two people that both need something. No, see, <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting mad at them all because I feel like they're being like very self serving because I don't understand what's going on. Mm. Um, and they're not serving the the watcher of this that might have been coming in at the fifth episode of season two. Mm. You touched on it just before, and the thing that's driving me crazy. Because I have no, there's no one's been established in this for me. Is that there is just a sea of white men mm. with shaggy hair and beards. Ugh. There's so how many? There's so many of them. So many. Like, and because I'm keeping an eye out for Johnny Legs. Of so every time it's not him, I'm like, oh. But then I'm like, wait, but who is this now? <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> yeah. just another white guy with an opinion. Yeah. Is the guy from Miami Vice in this? Is that who that is? Who? The guy when he goes to get the so mate, coach the goes friend. to get no when coach goes to get some funding. Oh, that smug I think that's guy. the guy from um, Miami Vice. That's really? like, you know, he's like, I like to meet, know who I'm funding for sheriff. Mm. Oh yeah, the one who's like, I yeah, I like to meet who's about to, I'm going into battle with or yeah, something like that. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Yeah, um, smug guy. It's my guy. Smug guy. Mm. I think he's Miami Vice, which is fun. Because uh, Johnny Legs got his start on Miami Vice. Mm. That is a bit of fun. If, if I thought I assumed he was corrupt. <laughs> Who? Kyle Chandler. What do you mean? So, the, okay, can we talk about the main guy real quick? His name is John in the show. Yeah. Kyle Chandler. Kyle Chandler. Uh-huh. Coach or Coach, early edition. Who you believe killed Ben Mendelsohn. Do you still I believe, think that? No, I believe he was involved. I think there was a big season finale at the end of season one. Mm. Where Ben Mendelssohn died and Coach was caught up in it, maybe responsible for it, but caught up in it. Okay. Maybe like a, mm. a tussle. I'm thinking the season finale at the end of t- season one of Twin Peaks, like a big build up. Yeah. It's dark. They've gone to the place. You know, they've been talking about the place. Oh, don't go to the place. They went to the place. This is all conjecture on my uh-huh. part. They went to the place. There was a tussle. He died. Okay. That's what I think. We're keeping up the guessing game, aren't we? Oh, 100%. Did you look it up? I may have read a synopsis. Of oh. the episode? Just just like really skimmed. No, that's great. I'm glad. No, I don't want you to no, tell me. No, I won't me. tell you. It's not you, It's not that exciting. Are you, no. sure, are you sure you don't want her to tell us? Uh, yeah, I want to know, but I... So here's, here's the deal, right? I want to know what happened in season one. I want context. Oh, but you looked up I season didn't, nah, one. Nah, it is not even. I just kind of understand the connection of the character slightly more. Oh. But you're going to watch the rest, so I feel like don't worry yeah, about no, it. Yeah, no, I don't think I do want to know. And I'll tell you why, Mish. Because I want to know this information. <laughs> but more than that, I want you to not know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's the thrill of the chase. <laughs> it's just fuck. So, no. This, okay, so... Just tell me if you think I'm wrong. These are some of the things but that you I can't. No. no, I won't. No. So these are some of the things. You just gotta go. Oh, that's interesting. I'm, I, I just, I can't. I hate this so much. We're only two <laughs> episodes in. She hates so these it. are some things I that I think is that. happening. I think this Rayburn family. Who's the Rayburns? All I of think them. it's all of, all of them. All of them. So I think they're this big 
family yeah. that are all from this town. Yeah. And Sissy SpaceX character is like the matriarch of this family. Great. Right? So that's what Good. I'm kind of picking Good. up yeah, on, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, didn't take you long. Now, what, I, what I'm fairly certain of, right, Ben Mendelsohn's character is named Danny. Mm-hmm. Danny is dead. So Danny is dead because they kept talking about dead Danny. Now, it's possible he died at the end of season one, but I don't know if he died last episode because we didn't see it or whatever, but flashbacks, Danny. Whatever. He won an Emmy for season one, so John... I think it happened at the end of season one. Okay. John Leguizamo is, was fucking, but I think dating because he seems like he's quite into her. Ben Mendelsohn's character's ex-partner who is the mother of the little emo kid. Ah, oh, she's the little emo <laughs> kid's mother. Yeah, this is what I'm. I think so. <laughs> so the, she, the little emo child's parents are John Leguizamo's girlfriend. I'm just going to call her girlfriend, and Ben Mendelsohn's son. Now Ben Mendelsohn works at a restaurant as a chef. Worked. Mm. Worked. He's dead. <laughs> Rip. He's dead. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, don't. Don't. I didn't. I, that's. She's she watched looking, it. Yeah. Well, Gemma's got to be able to say <laughs> something. Not, yeah, in fairness, in, no, within the talk. episode, they say, Danny's dead, Danny's dead. And yeah, then they go, hey, Danny. So like, Mish, I'm when, not really giving anything You've listened away. to this podcast <laughs> enough to know that when <laughs> Mish gets mad about something, it, it like... Yeah, um, but this is your mate to rev up, not me. <laughs> <laughs> This is your game. This is my game. It's true. These are my notes. This is, gonna... this is the point that I realised that they are flashbacks. These are my legitimate notes. In my notes app when I was taking notes mm. on this episode, I wrote, Noah, whose name I later found out in the episode is Nolan, but in these notes, Noah is Danny's kid. And is he the emo boy? Emo boy. Yeah. Noah is Danny's kid and isn't a big fan of his dad. His dad is, dad is keen to have a relationship with him. Noah reminds him of Danny. Danny's dead? Question mark. <laughs> and then I wrote, not then I wrote, no, he's not, not dead. He's there now at restaurant with Noah. Teaching Noah how to be a chef. And then in capitals, Danny is dead. Flashback scenes. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Those so, flashbacks fucked me because the fucked kid me. is one scene the kid's emo with these two dis- awful mm, like piercings in the yeah. It's not even like a lip, it's like mid-chin lip. Yeah. yeah. And then they just show another tall kid who looks slightly more put Clean. together. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm thinking, who are these two kids? Yeah, it was and fucked. And then upon me. a second watch, I sort of worked out that it was the same kid. I um, I think that it's like a trope of this genre to have a little emo kid played by uh, an actor who's 19 and not an emo in real life. Yeah. They always do this. The thing, the one with... um. Uh, I didn't watch it, but Mayor of Easttown had it. The that Australian actress was in it from Spider Man. She, but she's like, I think she, she was like a vaping like emo kid. Yeah, they love an emo kid. They love an emo kid. Well, it was a great way of showing the ones that aren't flashbacks and the ones that are for people who do come in to watch it mid season yeah. two. Because when he's an emo, that's after all the bad shit. Yeah, but when he's like a clean cut good kid, that's before the bad shit. But also what I realised in the last episode when John Leguizamo picked up that teenage boy, it was Nolan and Nolan is his girlfriend's son. So that's what I I think I've picked. I think I'm on the money there. I do think I've got that right. And I do think the Rayburns are literally everyone except John Leguizamo. I don't know if they're all Rayburns. Well, who's Chloe Sevigny? I think she's Sorry. married. And she she wasn't in your app. Was she in your, that app? She was there. She was definitely there. Where was she? When did she come she up? She popped she's in. pregnant one? No. No. No, no that's... Uh, see, I don't think he's a Rayburn. Who? That guy. <laughs> <laughs> the one that goes to AA. No, what? Um... Well, whatever. <laughs> oh, no, now, no, now I feel no. bad. No, I'm, no. I'm, I feel like I've put a choker on... It's literally not even that interesting, though. Like... You're on it. They're just all siblings. They're all siblings. Okay. Like, that's all I know. You actually ding, are a, ding, an episode ding. ahead of me. So, mm. Linda Cardellini and the AA guy mm. and Mr. Sheriff yeah. and Dead Danny yeah. are siblings. I didn't okay. know AA guy. I didn't think AA guy was a sibling. Yep. No, I did. But he is. I thought they were related. I don't know if they were cousins. I got that. Oh, that makes sense, actually. I got that. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Ch- Kyle Chandler and Velma from Scooby Doo yeah. are siblings. 
because I thought they were having a fuck, but they're not. No, confusing no. energies so, all so confusing. But Lots so they were the ones baby. who had the big conversation <laughs> about goes. where is the tape. <laughs> Anything goes. So a big thing what? in this episode oh, that tape. I'm hoping will come up in future episodes is the tape. Mm. Because they start talking about this guy named Wayne Lowry. Mm. And yeah. how Wayne Lowry. You do or I you don't, don't know? know. I didn't Lowry. get that far. Oh, you didn't no. get into Wayne Lowry? So Rain, Wayne Lowry has the tape, but Wayne Lowry He's is dead. dead. So oh. where is the tape? And I think the sheriff has it. She's Kyle Chandler. He discovers that it's. Missing. No, Kyle Chandler wants to be sheriff. He's cop. Oh, my bad. Kyle Chandler's <laughs> cop, God. but he wants to be. Because do you get elected sheriff? Yeah. Yeah, weird. Everyone in America gets elected. Wasn't sure. The, the times I knew I was um, missing a bit of context while was watching this single episode yeah. was when Linda Cardellini slapped wannabe sheriff dead in the face yeah. after revealing he didn't know where the tape was or something. Yeah. And Sissy Spacek went to the edge of a jetty and had a cry. Mm. And I was like, there's stuff I don't know. Yeah. yeah it's part 18. <laughs> I mean, it's Like, part... she's telling me a story, mm, but yeah. there's 17 parts yeah, that what's... I'm not privy to. Yeah. What's going yeah. on with the shower? <laughs> she's having a moment. Yeah, but like the last but this episode. This happened last episode yeah, as well. She, like, I feel like there's something else there. <laughs> the two episode arc. For this yeah, but it, but it might be more. It no, might no, be no, there's no. more in the shower. But I think... is, it, is it that there was more before or that there's more coming? I don't know. She did say within this episode, she's like, I was wondering when they were installing it if those guys knew what they were doing. There you How go. about, I'm just throwing, it out, just throwing it out there, how about if the tape has been hidden in the walls oh. of the shower? Oh, that's good. I like that. And maybe, maybe that is only something you would really pick up if you came into this series halfway through season two. Because... I feel like there's so much stress on the shower in this episode that a lot of people would just be like, I don't care about that. I want to know what's going on with Wayne Lowry. Whereas we're like, fuck Wayne Lowry. Who the fuck? Everything has equal weight. You can't do a red herring. You can't do it. It's all equal weight. flushed it. And then I don't know what pipes do. Oh, maybe it's... You know, they went in, into the, you know, up and the, I just, I just did a chorus line, yeah, right? That's I, I went to university I'm to learn cabaret. <laughs> We're making off. I'm not a scientist. I don't know. Fucking goes. Oh, I'm not a scientist. I don't know. I can tell you. I can tell you who. Five, six, who but no, but that's creative. possible because the issue was the fact that the the water was not going hot. So maybe the tape is stuck in the pipes. I think we, you know, there's an equal <laughs> thing that might be happening here. Yeah. Equally to you've got a sixth sense because you've not watched 17 episodes. <laughs> Reverse to that is like just someone has the tape and you mm. re- we're reading into. Yeah. Because this is this is what I said last yeah. week. Like the, the it was so funny that it came back because it's like why. Why do they keep? Why do people keep talking about the shower? Yeah. And it's like maybe it's just a bit of a thing, and that we're putting this weight on it because <laughs> speculation. You know, because like if you had watched all seventeen parts, two lines about a shower wouldn't fuck you yeah. up that much. But we're just like, what the fuck is with the shower? Mm. I, I think the last thing I want to talk about with this episode, mm-hmm. I guess my final thought is. Um, I really like John Leguizamo's girlfriend character. I really mm. want to see, but it's fucking Nancy, firstly. You but. should check out Nancy. <laughs> you, gotta, yes, you can skip the first half hour, but the rest of it's great. Yeah. Cool. Um, Nancy's sick, right? It's got Steve Buscemi in it. Oh, say less. Yeah, it's got, so have good. you watched uh, Succession? Oh, no. No, well, check out Succession. All right. <laughs> it's on my list. Um, her The character of John Leguizamo's girlfriend, whose name I don't know. Nancy. Um. Nancy, we'll just call her Nancy yeah. for now. On. Uh, Nancy meets up with Velma <laughs> at a bar. Yeah, and they obviously know each other because this is her ex partner's sister. Because Danny, right? Yep. Cool. Uh, yeah. Cool. Okay. <laughs> uh, and See, she's basically she... Danny died and left a will. Uh, and a tape. And a tape, but she oh, stopped wow, receiving really. payments. So Danny was giving yeah. her money for her yeah. kid, I think. And she stopped receiving payments and she wants more payments. Mm. Do you know what fucked me up is I thought that bit was a flashback. <gasps> oh, no. For no. a little bit. <laughs> no. Within, Wrong. Within that chat, it's yeah. the, the deceased father. There's two daddies mm. and one's the dad. He yeah. was the one oh, making the payments. Yeah, the And then he dad. deaded. And then it was left to Linda Cardellini. 
And she's like, well, I don't know who you How are. How good's Linda Cardellini? So I love her. Velma. So good. Um, and finally, John Leguizamo was doing some sneaky shit. And John Leguizamo was like playing he's mind so games good. with Kyle Chan. He's so good. He like controlled. He made me interested. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> it. I have no idea what he's, he's up so to, good. although I don't think we're meant to. I think we're meant to. Yeah, I think we're. Like that, this feels yeah. right. This feels us not really understanding why he's kind of playing mind games mm. with Kyle Chandler. Why is he in this town? We don't really know what he wants, mm. but he did sneaky bar, sneaky Dickens mm. so well. And so I don't know what he's up to, mm. but I don't think it has much to do with his girlfriend's payments. I think it's something deeper than that. I think there's some sort of revenge moment with Danny mm. that's happening. That's what yeah. I think. Well, any final thoughts from you? Thanks for watching it twice. You didn't have to do that. Well, uh, I'm just uh, no, I'm I love a perfectionist. It. I love it. That's no, it's great. It's great. Um, <laughs> um, no, I just like I'm so impressed with his ability to play uh, like evil with a smile. Like he just is so. I don't think there's many other actors that I'm, like can do that so well. Because his yeah. face is telling you to be at ease, but whatever he's saying is not yeah. <laughs> making yeah. me calm. Oh, yeah. he's so good. He's so good. He's so good. We've still got, we've mentioned last episode that we've still got dangerous legs. He's still yeah, dangerous. This is dangerous. Legs. We described him as dangerous Johnny. In I was this. wondering yeah. what the era was because obviously the hot, era, hot dad era. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the era is daddy. This yeah. is Daddy Guizamo, yeah. but it's like Daddy Guizamo doing a car- or doing a style that he established mm. in his Hollywood Guizamo days. In his late nineties, Hollywood, 90s. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. It's like it's a little bit. There's it's a movie a little he bit did. Dangerous. There's it's a, a li- movie he did in 1997. No, it's not 2001. 2001. Yeah, called Spun, and this is that vibe, but 20 years later. <laughs> All right. Spun yeah. is um, he's great. That's like that. was Hollywood. Yeah, that's leg was Hollywood. Yeah, zero percent body fat, all mm. crazy. Just like low, low ride jeans. Low ride jeans, mm. like, and you know how like people are a bit funny about low ride jeans coming back. Yeah, <laughs> there are certain. There's like it's like in my mind, like I'm not, but it's like there are there are certain people in certain low ride pants. Mm-hmm. That make a strong argument for it, mm. and John Leguizamo mm. in Spun makes a strong, strong argument, argument for low ride. Mm. Um. Shall we do our leg with Starmos? Mm. Jumping up to a three and a half for me. Sorry to jump in first, but I'm no, jumping I up to a three and a half. Enthusiasm. You always jump in first, but it's good for me because I'm indecisive. <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah, set scene. That's sick. I'm going with three and a half, so we're jumping up by a whole star here. Mm-hmm. Very cool vibe from Johnny Legs. I really No, I'm not going to four. I'm sticking with three and a half. Mm-hmm. Really feel like he's about to do something big that's really mm-hmm. going to affect the series. Um, love his relationship that he's got going on with Nancy in this. Mm. Mm. Um, the I love the whole, like, I, di- I got to watch it in the privacy of an office, which was really great. I didn't have to endure the whole sex scene on a train, mm. uh, but really fucking enjoyed that scene. It was also, there was this really beautiful moment between the two of them. Beautiful is a stretch, but, like, really interesting. No, beautiful, where she, like, leans up against him. And they don't yeah. kiss. But it's they're doing everything else she except touch. She licks his lips. Yeah. Mm. But they're doing everything else except touch each other and there's just so much like fire between the two of them. Mm. It's fucking mad. Love that little bit. It's really beautiful. He like smells her shoulder or some shit. Andrea riceboro has got a good vibe. She's Nancy. Good. Nancy. What about you, Zach? What's your leg with Starmos? Uh, I'm going to give it four. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it four uh, because... Uh, like I just I there's there's something very John Leguizamo-y about uh, being, uh, you know, third build, fourth build in the thing, but opening with a sex scene. He's done yeah. that a few times. He's first done act that, sex scene. Yeah. First act yeah. sex scene, like like opening, mm. walking around naked. He's done. He did that in uh, your favorite. Uh, Whispers in the Dark. Whispers in the Dark. He also did it in Frogs Over Snakes. Frogs Over Snakes. It's a bit of a John Leguizamo. And it's kind of nice to see Dad Guizamo, Daddy Guizamo doing some of the things we don't see from him much anymore. Yeah, mm. love that. So, yeah, I liked it. I give it four Stamos. So, yeah. Gemma, you understand Leguizamo's is about how Leguizamo it is and mm. not about what we would give the actual episode itself. Mm. What's your Leguistama rating? Yeah, I've been teetering between the three and the four. Ooh. I think I'm I'm going the four. Right. Because I think it is inherently Leguizamo-y to not to to not uh, reach his full 
potential in, in yeah. something. You yeah. know? To be to be to be shot in the fucking yeah. shins by the riders. Like my, yeah. My real only complaint is that I want I wanted more of him, mm. I guess, and the rest of the show didn't grab me as much as his scenes. So yeah, yeah that's the way. And gritty, bit sexy. So sexy. Like yeah, very sexy. And um, yeah, it's, it's a it's a four from me actually. Yeah. It is so lovely of you to come on and talk about this. It's so uh, funny. That we made you watch a random episode in a crime drama. It's funny. It's <laughs> fucked. It's not like we asked you to watch an episode of How I Met Your Mother. Or something we don't like have this. much left though. Huh? We don't have many of his things well. left. Yeah, that's true. It's a real stretch. Um, you have a Fringe Festival show coming up. This yeah. will definitely be out before your Fringe show because that's in October. Yeah, right? late October. So yeah. So tell us, tell us about it. Where can people find you? Sure. Um, well, my Instagram is Gemma underscore Caro, C-A-R-O is Caro. And um, yeah, my Fringe show is called Galar Galar. It's brand new. It's wow. a premiere at um, the Melbourne Fringe this year, 18th to the 22nd of October mm. at Trades Hall. Wow. I've um, got that sexy 10pm slot. Great so, slot. That is a Great sexy time. Have a Red Bull and <laughs> come on That's a sexy yeah. slot. Yeah, that's I'm, a good time I'm realising I might be like one of the very, very last shows to perform at the Fringe this that's year. That's though. Because it's like the 10pm slot right on the last day as well. Great. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. Great. You'll get all the enthusiastic people who are like, oh, I meant to go see a show. I meant to go see a show. We're in our last week. we got to go see a show. Guess we'll go to this um, one. And I really, really mean this when I say go and see her now while you can because I reckon you're about to explode. That's Not literally. So oh, that would be awful. <laughs> that would be awful. <laughs> well, if, if God, I, just, I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, but think of like that would make a headline. Well, we yeah, like, like, uh, you know, I mean, we finally <laughs> made it, baby. Um, no, thank you so much for coming on. You're the best. So wonderful to have you here. Thank you thank so much you. for listening, Tom. Um, take us away with oh, something a chorus, chorus lining, lining. Yeah. you know, like yeah. out of copyright a chorus line. Someone buff. doing a cover. Just jump on YouTube. Someone doing a cover of Diana, I don't, I don't Diana, yeah, Diana nothing, Morales. Nothing, I think nothing. that can still be. But yeah, try that. And if you can't do that, Tom, just do. <laughs> It's something a chorus Yeah, lining. just something like with trumpets. Yeah, just that, just that on repeat. Thanks, Tom, and thanks everyone. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Take care, bye-bye. <laughs>